RE, the fruit fly issue, find a way to get even more to make them even even more plentiful and uh, market them as uh, living jimmies for ice cream or something and whatever desserts. <laughs> um, here I am. Here I am. It's really weird because I'm not really speaking to you in front of me, but I have to think of you as in front of me because if I don't, then I won't be able to speak to you. How you doing? Got home uh, last night from New York City. I was over there doing this uh, Elliott Smith tribute show that uh, worked out pretty well. Stayed for an extra several days, hanging out with friends and uh, new friends. And it is just so exhausting. I came back with just a penchant for full nights of sleep, driven towards sleep uh, from some internal... Uh, source of knowledge My body just needed to just lay out and I did I had two a couple of uh, Really long nights of sleep and I came back with a cough because I Believe it or not believe it or not um, And I'm sorry I'm making I'm making a bit of noise, but I'm, I'm in the kitchen. I'm in my house in my own kitchen uh, that's me peeling an onion and and uh, I'm, I'm gonna cook a little bit of a, a lamb chop Alone, cooking a lamb chop. Sad shit. Not for me. Sad for the lamb uh, who has given its life or has had its life uh, snatched from it at um, a preternatural... Preternatural, is that the right word? From At an early age. Uh, but it, it is uh, going to really serve for uh, a good wholesome meal for me and it's gonna build my I just like lamb chops fuck it now look what I was gonna say though is in New York all these people and I'm not gonna name names but young kids and I yes I hang out with young kids 20 year olds because I'm hip and relevant you know sometimes you find yourself around you know young uh, you know, some, you find yourself in a young salon environment, you know, uh, in the, in the French, uh, uh, a way in, in, in artists sitting around, 
um, discussing art and culture, not in in the uh, the hair salon so much. Though that could be that could be a, a French salon style thing too if you get some real good talk in there. Pardon my onion chopping. But so I found myself hanging out with some young folks, and unbeknownst to me, the '90s are back. Young folks in New York City are smoking cigarettes, sitting around inside, smoking cigarettes like like it's uh, like we, we might as well be what we, we fucking Sid Vicious and and uh, fucking Aleister Crawley just. Uh, Nihilism, no, nothing matters anymore. Is nothing sacred? Are my lungs not sacred? As I came back with this cough, vicious cough, Sid vicious cough, and uh, I don't need that. I don't need that. But that's how they do it in New York now, and it's that's considered that's what's considered cool now. I don't get it. I thought that shit died with uh, grunge, you know. That's old, antiquated shit, right? People still smoke weed, I know that. It's getting cold out. It's brisk. It's blustery. Walk to my brother's house. You know, he's, he's uh, he and my sister-in-law, Liz, I don't want to leave her out of this, though he was the one working when I came over there. She was task-masking. She was telling him when to work and when, to, when he could take a break. So she would be like foreman, but he was actually... He was like the Mexican. He was the one in there working on the wiring, uh, the electricity and stuff in the bathroom. They're putting in a new bathroom. So I went up there and checked that out. Looks great. Um, but yeah, it was, a, it was a blustery walk. It was a blustery walk. Now, you don't want to cook these lamb chops for too long. Uh, you want to just, you want to really get it on high heat. And uh, you want to sear each side real nice. But that's really all you need for a thin piece of meat like this. Um, you know, you want, you want some give inside and it's such a young piece of meat that it's already tender. So it's not, you don't want to overcook that. Um, so it is, it's getting cold and, 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 you know, part of me, part of me likes it. Okay. I understand what it is. You know, I grew up with this. It's not a shock, but it's all I can think in my mind is, here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, Santa Claus is on his way. You know, it's coming sooner than you think, sooner than you think, which is fine. You hunker down with your lady. Now, I don't have a lady right now, a steady lady, but you can apply to be my Christmas mistress uh, at the Wandering Wolf Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, there's all, you know, you win some, win some Christmas slippers uh, 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 a stocking full of seasonal alimentation, uh, perhaps some, some chocolate, some old leftover bunny chocolate from last March, not stale, and maybe some, some, some loose kettle corns, uh, caramel corn or something like that. Um, unboxed, you know, for her pleasure, just poured Right into the sock, uh, like a chili pepper's cock. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you could, you could, you could uh, also win my seasonal affection. You know, that's nothing to sneeze at, unless we got, we may have colds, and we'll have those together. We'll deal with, we'll deal with those colds together. 
Oh, this is really sizzling. Do not want to overcook this. Salted one side, and maybe I'll salt the other side. Get a little, got some onions in there. Looking great. Today, on The Wandering Wolf, uh, is a very special guest, my own sister, the great Rebecca Naomi Wolf. Becky Wolf uh, is on the show today, shares with us some great wisdom, some laughs. You know, we had some laughs. I was uh, staying at her house in Oakland, California, with her and Wayne, the famous Wayne. Wayne put me on the... Uh, let me explain Wayne. Like, he's into, like, Eastern medicine and uh, Tai Chi, things like that. He's, he's like, sort of, I guess he's sort of Berkeley or whatever. I love the guy. Love the guy. Though he's from Jersey. He put me on the um, thing that reclines, like, you hang on it. Like, it's like Agent Cooper hanging by his ankles, but it's, it's like, a, like a chair. It's like a uh, table. That inclines. Anyway, you hang back. It fucked my back up a little bit. I'm not gonna pretend that it didn't. But you know, I I, I could I I think I let go too much of my core muscles. Pulled pulled a uh, something out of place there. But uh, it was a pretty awesome thing that I could get used to that. Anyway, I had a good time with them out there, and uh, now I get to share it with you all. Just a little piece of it. Becky Wolf. Okay, this All right. I'm I'm here with my sister, Becky Wolf, Rebecca Naomi Wolf the third. Hello. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm curious. You, you, so mom and dad were here last week. They visited for about a week, five six days. And uh, you said you had some good talks with dad, yeah. We had one really good talk. We had, I mean, we didn't fight. Yeah. You know, so that's good. And then we had one really good talk, um, which started as kind of a fight, I guess. But, you know, he was just on the podcast and you heard, you, he listened, was on the podcast. you listened to that. Yes. Did you listen to that before or after you got in the fight? After. Or slash. Talk. It ended good. Um, well, it ended well. It, that was after. We don't be con- you don't be conscious of that stuff. You need to be natural. No, no, I'm relaxed. already conscious of that stuff. <laughs> no, no, I know. Um, that was after. So he actually mentioned it. He mentioned the podcast when we were talking. But you know how dad is. It's like I, I thought as he was saying it, I thought he was still planning to do it. Oh, I see. Because so he was like, yeah, we're going to do the podcast. Because he was talking about how like. Um, so we talked about how I always felt like he loved you guys more and gave you guys more attention. He was talking about, oh, how he doesn't feel super close to any of his kids, basically. And he doesn't feel... He said close. that? Yeah. And that he doesn't feel like he's... He really... Or not... He didn't say close. He said, um, I don't feel like I have a real connection or something like that with any of us. And then he said something about... You know, doing the podcast with Yoni, we're supposed to have lunch, and we never really had lunch, like, something like that. Um, had and he already done the podcast with me at that time? He would have had, it was, like, yeah, yeah, he August did. He did. 19th yeah, or something, Yeah, yeah, he 18th. did, he did. So, I mean, he had to, because when I listened to it, yeah. he had already done it. So, yeah, he was talking, and he said that that was, like, the first... He said that's the first real conversation you guys had had in a while. Yeah. And it was just really interesting to hear him 
talk about, um, you know, like his perspective on it. Because it's easy to spend time with dad and think that he doesn't know, he's not paying any attention to any right. of it. But he is. But he is. And it's very interesting. And so since then, he has gotten into, is that going to pick up? Yeah. Whatever, that's, that's my boyfriend eating chips in the background, watching his anime. Um, so cute. So, I mean, he gets everything. So he also... What did he say? He's talking about, you know, he... And I told him that a large part of my anger towards him is, and like I was saying to Victoria earlier, it's not even necessarily about childhood and about feeling neglected and all this stuff. It's about his refusal to acknowledge that. Because if he were to say, which he did really say, like, this is the first time he's ever said this. So we went to family, we went to family therapy that time, like two years ago, or a year and a half, or two and a half, whatever. He was talking about how mad he was at me for being, when I was a teenager, yeah. right? So, and, you know, we were all talking about our anger with each other. Or whatever, and dad. This is a, This is a. This is my mom's idea. This is yes. a grown-up family. This is you know. We, the, the, she the, read a book. The kids. The kids at this time were probably thirty-five, thirty-two, I was twenty-nine. The yeah, yeah, twenty. It was right before my thirtieth birthday. So we're we're grown adults, and that's here. what she read a book about how to connect with your grown-up children. And the the parents were like you know sixty-one and sixty or something. Yeah, like that. exactly. And so dad is saying that he's mad at me. From when I was a teenager, basically. And and from eight years old on is basically how he said it. And that just infuriated me. Because, you know, and I'm like, teenagers are shitty to me every day. Right. I'm a high school teacher. And like... He's sensitive. He's very sensitive. I'm sensitive too, but you have to at some point realize like, okay. Right. This is a teenager. I'm either going to A, as a parent, like lay my foot down in a mature way, I'm going to be the grown-up here, basically. You have to decide, I'm the grown-up here. I realize they're being really shitty to me. Right. I'm going to not take it personally and realize something else is going on there. And I'm going to, you know, if I'm the parent, like, put my foot down and be like, okay, this is what's going to happen. So, I mean, with me, it's different than what I see now. I didn't have a cell phone and, like, Jordans or something. Right. But, like, you know, what when I see... What do Jordans have to do with it? When I see kids who I know are failing out of 90% of their classes come to school with brand new stuff all the time and, like, an iPhone 5... Right. Why are their parents letting them... Why are their parents paying yeah. for that? Yeah. My kid... Whatever. Uh, who knows? But anyway, point being, Dad was, like, talking about how he was upset with me. Like, he had anger from me from when I was a kid. Yeah. And that made me more angry than the original anger, I think. Right. I remember that. You were quite pissed off. Like, how can you blame me for being an extremely depressed kid? Right. Like, which, you know, mom knew. She didn't deal with it in the best way, but she wanted to help. Whereas dad, I felt like, just hated me. Just wanted me out. Right. And like, you know... So basically, it, I mean, I don't think that's accurate, but well, it's not, you know, but that's how it felt yeah, at yeah, the yeah. time. And so, I mean, because we didn't communicate unless he was yelling at me, right? Because he just, you know, he didn't know how to deal with it. I mean, 
first of all, you're female, and, and like, no, he, he had no idea. idea with that. And second of all, you're a teenager, and, like, you know, he, he just didn't know. Oh, he know had no how idea to, how to deal with any of it. Yeah. And he, um, he held a grudge. I mean, that's the other thing right. is he didn't come to me with compassion at right. all, which is what you have to do yeah. with a kid. And so, you know, and this time we were talking and he, he really, he's like, I realize that I, that really hurt you and that I'm, I understand that you were the child and I was the adult. And I right. told him, during, I said, I really feel like I am emotionally older than you are. Like You I, said that to him this, this just, time, a, just mm-hmm, a few a weeks, weeks ago. ago? Yeah. And he, you know, How he did he listened. respond to that? He listened and he said, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna, he didn't, he didn't respond specifically to that. I don't think that that's true necessarily i don't think emotionally i think it's more socially with him yeah i I think that he has issues with how to interact with people i don't think it's necessarily what he's feeling no no that's true it's it's interpersonally so maybe it's applying your emotions to other people Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah you're right because emotionally i'm a wreck sometimes yeah so (laughs) no that's true but it's like but i am so cautious about how at this point in my life now I know this is not always true but I'm you know I'm 31 I've been depressed for probably 75% of my life right and I am I try to be very careful about how my emotions affect other people which you know is also hard now so living with Wayne so to explain to my boyfriend I moved in together he's in headphones watching anime he's in headphones watching anime just living it up. Also, meanwhile, playing, like, some role-playing game on his phone, same time. But, um, we moved in together, uh, about a month and a half ago, in the midst of my being really depressed. And so he's had to deal with living with me, and I try to be really careful about not just, like, lashing out at him all the time. Do you, do you do that? Because, I mean, I, 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 you've had a tendency to do that maybe in, yeah. in the past. And I, I don't take it personal because I know when you're like that. And, yeah. you know, we have a certain rapport where we know you just, you know, shorthand, whatever. Yeah. Um, I feel like I will occasionally do that, but I will always be very self-reflective about it. And be like, I'm really sorry. It was because of this. Yeah. Or, I mean, you know, we're in a relationship. So it's like, we're both kind of doing that. Like, all yeah. of your emotions come out at that person. Right. Um, and some of it is just a matter of us getting used to each other. So, like, he is your, your you know, textbook introvert. And yeah. I am the opposite. So when he gets out of work... I can't... I'm like a puppy. Like, I'm up in his face. Right. Like, hey, man. And he's like, I need a yeah. minute. And he'll say that? Yeah. Yeah. Which is better. And good. I told him to say that yeah, versus yeah, yeah. to just act really distant. Right, right, it's right. better. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, take your time. Right. So it's like getting used to those kinds of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, back to the thing with dad. Like, it it really... I don't know. He, he listened. I yeah. feel like I've never... He's never listened to me before. In a, like, listen, he has listened, but he's never listened in a way where he wasn't being defensive. Were you, were you attacking or were you trying really hard not to be attacky? I was trying hard not to be attacky. Was it working? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I think you think I'm way more attacky than I am now, but you also have to understand you and I have a very, you, I mean, I listened to dad's podcast. I ruined your life is what came out of that. Well, I don't think that that's. 
Well, no, no, not me as yeah. a human, but like you, I'm your little sister. That's, you were the youngest. Yeah, you were yeah. really mean to me for a lot of yeah. time. I was and mean I to think, everybody, though. I don't. I think I was just a little. You were shit. mean to every. I was a little. I was like you say. You were depressed. Well, I was really depressed as well. We were both very depressed. Yeah. Kids. We were very moody, which honestly, and you know, I like to say this because it makes me feel better. I think that if you're a certain level of intelligent, you have to sometimes feel depressed. And I, you know, I think, I think what, what happened was with you is that I was able to, you know, lash on to Josiah's coattails in some way because I was, I was, you know, his little brother Mm -hmm. and I just wanted to be exactly like him. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes, you know that turned into ganging up against you. Oh, yeah. All uh, the know, time. A lot. And, and then a lot of my issues with that is that he would then join in on that. I wouldn't say he would join in. He Not in, like, the bag is out about it. Not right, that. He might have, like... He left me out with you. So, like, the videos. His, like, yeah. boy stuff. Which I told... He did not have a lot of friends growing up. He had a brother, and they were super close. And his sister was the oldest, so she did her own thing, and she was fine. And I don't think he realized that, like... I mean, there's so many of those old family movies where it's like Batman and Robin, and it's like you two forever, and then they like pan over, and I'm in the corner, like right, trying desperately to right. like do something. He just knew how to deal with boys. He didn't know how to deal with a girl, or and yeah. like I don't know, but I mean, he did when I, I you know, told him I was like, and I, I remember, I remember thinking of you kind of as daddy's little girl when you were real little. He, he would take me to. This is also weird. Is like, I mean, not weird, but like. We would go on our little dates to McDonald's. Right, that's McDonald's. It. he would take. He would take us each out separately, which I think yeah. is actually a cool concept. I think it is a good. It's a good thing say, to do. Okay, with I'm going to have a date with this this this, this kid. kid. Yeah, because then you get to bond. <laughs> and he'd take so you and get what? Like, get a happy meal. We would go get a happy meal and, and maybe go to movies. I remember going to my first. I went to see Snow White in the theater. It was yeah. my first movie I went to with Dad. Yeah, we were closer. I mean, I think once I was able to kind of form my own opinion and like I'm so socially aware yeah that it that I had a lot of problems with him very early on right just like, how awkward he was you mean awkward but also just different than other people like I remember him coming to school for stuff and like being really affectionate and like kissing kids on the head right and like you didn't see and kids loved it I mean there's right. probably all these kids who don't have a dad and yeah, they're like He's, this is an amazing and I was just like dads don't do that like, <laughs> right, that is right, weird right um but he's just, he's a, no, he's a, he's a good guy. He's a guy. great guy. No, it's line. true. But I was such a young, I'm just like, that's weird. And yeah. when you're little, you're like, I don't want my parents here. I don't want. Right, cause, but, but if you think about it, really think about it, all the other dads and they're like, they're, they're like these repressed, like yeah. douchebags oh, no, that are just like scared to show emotion. And mm-hmm. like, dad didn't give a fuck. Like no. he, he didn't know. He just no. didn't know, he, you know, that it was weird or that it was different or, you know. Well, and he, I mean, you know, he had a pretty fucked up father situation absolutely and so i'm also listening to your podcast was interesting because and this i told this to dad also like i feel like he's a very black and white thinker yeah which i think and this is what i said i was like i'm not insulting you that is not saying you're a worse i just think some people in life are black and white thinkers and some people think more gray i always think gray about everything yeah and i didn't as much when i was younger but i have trouble I mean, even, like, political stuff. I have trouble seeing one side as totally... Because I just... I can understand where the other side comes from. Um, And so, Dad is a very black and white thinker. And so, I think for him, coming from such a a cold father type of situation, 
to him beyond cold to just just hot in the wrong way right exactly like yeah um to him like the lack of abuse equals a good father kind of thing where just how i felt he felt with mom too it was like i never cheated on you i never abused you i provided that makes me a really good husband but honestly if you want to start making comparisons it does well right but that's what i'm saying to him like that's how he's working it is he's coming from the situation and being like the lack of bad equals good which to him he's makes also loving. sense. He's also a loving man. Too. He's a very loving man. But yeah, I, you felt like that there was a lack of that towards you. I felt like there was a huge yeah. lack of that, and a lack of. And that's the other thing I said to him is like all the congregants, and I remember all these little kids in the congregation who didn't have dads. He was so loving and compassionate to them, and like kids who would like get kicked out of school, and he would just like be there for them. Yeah, and I did not feel that for me. You know, I think at some point he. Just things got to a point where he just didn't know how to deal with you. Well, it was that he didn't know how to deal with me, but he also felt hurt by me right. to the point of like just distancing himself. Yeah, from me, which was really not the right thing to do. <laughs> right, you know, like from a kid is just not. Yeah, I mean, he definitely you know wasn't perfect, but but I'm no, he wasn't. I, and I, like and an I, awful you know, I'm father. defending him about this, but I I, I just feel like. You know, he didn't know what to do. I just, I've seen so many of my friends that have either no father or just fucking terrible fathers that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, dads are the worst. Yeah. And so, you know. Amy Miller at Sorry About Your Dad. Yeah. Um, I don't think you're Which we should be, we should be doing this on Amy's podcast. We should be. I'll do it again on Amy's podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's absolutely, like, I feel so lucky that he's our dad. But I feel like a lot of, I was also really unintentionally hurt a lot by yes. him. But I also am a really sensitive person. You're sensitive. He's sensitive. I'm sensitive. We're all sensitive. Yeah. Except for Josiah. He seems solid like a rock. I still have to do Josiah on here. I'm, you know. It's going to be boring. It's like, oh, I go through my life. I'm cool. I'm cool. <laughs> Fix my house. No, he's going to be... We're going to get... I'm How gonna does get, a man take the high road? My my, my, <laughs> my, my plan is to get deep with him somehow, to d- dig under all that, because there's definitely... No, there m- is. Much to, much to investigate under that. I've just never seen cool him exterior. lose it. Uh, I've seen him lose it. Well, you're on tour. You're like in a bus with him. Yeah. I remember he was Rarely. going through some trouble back when he was like going through the divorce. That was like... Kind of, I remember him telling me, and I was like, oh, I was like... You know, like, you don't want to be excited about it. Right. But I was like, okay. Like, you have issues, too. Some, uh, what, what do they call it? Uh, just Troubles in Paradise or whatever. What do they say? Uh, trouble in Paradise? Trouble in Paradise. Yeah. Well, not to say that he's in Paradise, but he does keep it cool. He's the cool one out of us, I'll say he's that. Also, which is weird, because when we were kids, he was insane. Yeah. But, um... You know, I also think if, as an oldest child, that's much easier mm-hmm. in a lot of ways because you shape everything that happens after yeah. you. Yeah. Um, and he was in marching band. And that's just, you know, you got a maid. But, yeah, no, it was a good talk with that. And then he started, and he told me about how, like, mom wanted him when I was 18 to, like, interject and not let me go to college, to GW. Right. For college. She, she wanted him to somehow... And he told me, he was like, what do you, she's not going to listen to me. And I just thought that was so weird because at the time, this is, we, this was in the talk we had a week ago, at, or two weeks or whatever. At the time, um, 
I didn't think dad even knew where I got into college. I thought it did not matter at all to him. He... But of course it did. It, to me, I felt like he just didn't even want me to live in that house. Like, he right. did not want me to exist. Well, he probably didn't want you to live in the house in some well, way. I didn't want him. I remember trying to get mom to divorce him when I was <laughs> really? in high school, when I was in middle school. Being like, why don't we just go get an apartment? Really? Yeah. Like, I did not but want to that, live there. Yeah, but, okay, but... I feel like a lot of kids... No, and obviously, you there's know... There's no grounds for that. No. And that's what she said. She's like, I'm not going to divorce him because you don't get along with him. Yeah. Um, no, and he, he wasn't awful, but I just felt, I felt really rejected. Yeah. And that, I think that really. That affected you. Oh, huge. Yeah. Hugely. How did the talk conclude? Basically, he, you know, he wants to be more in my life. He, he wants to be able to, you know, talk to me on stuff. So he, and then he was started giving me his two cents about things. About your life? Yeah. About, which is, about like what, Wayne? Well, about I don't, Wayne. I don't like you living with a man premarital? No, not at all. I think mom and dad are both uncomfortable. Me and mom had a really interesting conversation about this. And she was like, you know, it's not. She said, I understand times are different. You know, in my day. And at first she said, she basically gave me the, um, why would he buy the cow and he can get the milk for free? Like, just make sure his intentions are the same as yours so that, like, I know a friend of mine's been living with a man for eight years and he didn't propose. And I don't know. And Mom like, Yeah. And they are like her, some fitness instructor of hers. Right. You know, or whatever. Um, and I'm like, no, like, that's not what's going to happen, basically. And, um, and dad didn't have, you know, dad really liked Wayne. Yeah. And dad's basic thing. So, I was feeling more unsure when Wayne and I first moved in because I was so depressed and it's just a huge shift. And so I'm like, did I make a huge mistake? You know, I was so excited about it for months. Like we were planning this for probably five months, Mm -hmm. like pretty solidly. And all of a sudden I was just like, oh my God. Uh, But I think part of it's because I'm just really depressed and you know, it wasn't set up. It didn't feel like a home yet. So it was yeah. like a new place. He Wayne was working a ton and I wasn't working yet. Yeah. It was summer break and like that was hard. So I was just feeling much more iffy. And dad was really like, um, Wayne's a great guy. Seems like he's going to be a good father. Yeah. You know, like gave me the basic like uh, marriage is work. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. You go through lots of phases and things. I think he'd just like to see you settle down with somebody. I think, and, you know, and somebody, in a relationship who's, nice. somebody and, who's a good man. You know, and, dad you know. asked me about his temper. Dad, like, is so weird. He always thinks somebody's trying to beat me. Like, I remember about Scott. He was like, we'll never lay a hand on you. And I was like, what? Like, what? no, I, that's not what I'm worried about. And so he asked about, you know, Wayne's temper. He's, he's like, he seems like he could have, like, a temper hidden in there. Like, built in, like, way deep down. Yeah, and I was like, he definitely does, but he also, like, knows how to, you know, do yeah. what he has to do to go through, work through it. And so Dad really likes Wayne. Yeah. Um, And he also called me recently about... So I was talking to Mom a lot, because I will call Mom whenever I'm, like, just super... At the end of your rope. At the end of my rope, and just, like... I'm there for you, too. You can always call me. Thank you. Yeah. I know, and so many people are. It's like... Yeah. It's so heartwarming. Yeah. That, like, so, I know, it's so sappy, but, like, so many people, I'm, and because I'm talking about it, I'm not just, like, 
but I can't go. I can't hang out with people I don't know well right now. Right. At all. Like right. I just can't. I yeah. can only hang out with close friends, which is fine. That's fine. That's no new friends. How it should like be Drake anyway. said. No you know what I'm saying? Friends, yeah. And like I'm not trying to party. I'm not in the. I don't. I'm not drinking right now. I mean, it's been a week, but I'm yeah. not. I'm not trying to drink anytime soon. Yeah. I feel like the next time I will is probably. Abby wants to go wine tasting for her birthday, and I'm like, I'll do that. Yeah. Um, but, so I've been talking to mom, and just like, you know, every time I talk to mom, she's she does her, you know, like, she like refers me to websites, and is like, okay, I'm sending you folic acid, and da 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 get your serotonin levels right, and like, stop eating the white foods, you know, once you cut out sugar and white flour, and all this stuff. And, um, dad called me, back and because I had talked to mom this one day and then dad called me about 10 minutes later and was like look you know and like first of all dad is like the worst with confidentiality like fuck everything your mother just said right basically I'm I mean sending he you said donuts. this is <laughs> I'm sending you donuts and all kinds of meds <laughs> no so he said because I think the main reason why I'm feeling depressed is, is it, I went off the medication that's yeah. like it's chemical it is it's got, I mean, yeah. everything in my life is pretty good. Yeah. Um, and I'm not good without routine, so it makes sense that the summer was really hard. But the fact that I'm still having trouble getting out of it yeah. is like, it's chemical. This has been, I've felt this way. Like, when I was a little kid and couldn't fall asleep, it was the same exact physical feeling mm-hmm. as I feel now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I translated it is into, like, fear. Like, I'm afraid of the Halloween guy or the Jabberwocky or, right, you know, right. whatever it was. But, like, it is the exact same physical feeling that I get now, when like, all day. And I remember having that every time the day would be over when I was a kid. Like, every night I would get this, like, anxiety, and then I'd be like, I'm scared, I can't sleep. But it was like... So it's been it's been in me yeah. for as long as I can remember. And it's genetic. Which is what she said, actually. Did <laughs> she? For as long as I can remember, it's um, been in me. No, but but did 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 anyone ever did they ever diagnose you with anything? Did they ever tell oh, you like yeah. you're depressive? I've or been whatever? diagnosed as as um, de- major depressive disorder, basically. Yeah, yeah. So like, and then I had another ther- or psychiatrist who diagnosed me as depressive depressant, which okay. means like <laughs> it's like that's like double chocolate. Double, yes. <laughs> This like chocolate chocolate chip. It's like chocolate chocolate chip. Um, what do they call that? Anyway, there's a word for that. That sounds hella good right now. Yeah. But um, it's like she basically said it's like I have a pervasive, low level depression uh-huh. with sometimes significant depressive. Uh, not like an outbreak, but like depressive like hills on top. Just like a just like a like a back a backdrop of of depressiveness. And then, and then sometimes there'll be like a depressive mountain in the foreground. Exactly. Or like several like a, depression characters like a, in the um, foreground. Th- what is Frolicking the through the depression. Exactly. Depressive <laughs> leprechauns. It's the um, episode. Okay. Uh, like where I just like. Going to deep dark depression. Deep, which the yeah. first one that I remember was the summer after junior year of high school. Okay. And Hillary remembers this very well because I hung out with her a lot. And I was having panic attacks. Yeah. And it was awful. I had a major episode during... Junior year. Junior year. I remember that. In high school. So I I wonder if that's an age when that happens. It probably is. And I felt like... 
I couldn't drive yet. I had my permit, but I couldn't drive. I couldn't leave the house. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Cincinnati. It's, like, so hot. Yeah. And mom was like, maybe she get a part-time job. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't yeah. imagine trying to, like, wrap my head around that right, right now. I mean, she was right, but I also was like, I can't even. And she's like, you need to exercise. And I'm like, I know, but I couldn't eat, like, nothing. I couldn't yeah. do anything. So and that was the And first. that heat makes it doubly worse because it, it's, like, sweltering. You can't leave and the you house. Can't, like, You're yeah. suffocating. That's what I felt like I was suffocating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also, I mean, I did all of the wrong things. So I made a rule for myself at that point that, like, I cannot get out of bed before noon any right. day. Only saltines and hot sauce. <laughs> right. <laughs> saltines and honey mustard. Remember when we used to rock the saltines and, yeah. and, and uh, I used to, red hot, though? I used to eat salsa. That was your thing. I used to eat salsa, like, soup from a bowl. Oh. I remember before high school, you and Josiah told me I wasn't going to make any friends in high school because I oh, ate salsa, man. like, soup with a spoon. I just remember, like, after school, like, me and you, when we were both in high school. Um, that was younger. With, like, Hot Pockets and stuff? Hot, well, yeah, but, that like, fried bologna and, like... That was, that well, we was be, like, elementary school. Well, you might have been elementary. Well, I, I was in, like, school. junior high, maybe high school, early high school, and we would watch Sally, Jesse, Raphael, yeah, and, like, fucking... It. We would do all the talk shows. It would be, like, Maury. Sally, Jesse, then Maury, then yeah. Oprah, then and by the time, whatever. And by the time it was Ricky Lake, I feel like we were growing out of it. Right. Because that was just too much. Um, you mean because Ricky Lake came on at six, and we were like, "No, nah, we, we it's, it's you know what? Fuck all this baloney. It's time for dinner." <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. I've well, on that on that nasty that. ass couch down there with the cat. Like, I can't even think about it clawing us from the from the back of the couch. Oh fuck! That couch is so gross. Yeah, I feel yeah. dirty when I think about like. I know. Me too falling asleep on there all yeah. the time but we fell asleep we would fall asleep every day you would have your side i had my side yeah we had the fucking like oh that was God. depressing that was so depressing um ugh. so so dad called yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Sorry. dad called after mom and so mom you know is giving me all the health things and it's like it's gonna be okay and mom's very good at like comforting and like yeah gonna be okay you're gonna get you are not gonna feel like this forever which is what you like that's what i need mom didn't sleep for like two weeks about that one phone call i'm sure and i feel so guilty but she's like don't feel bad i need to you know you need to talk to me about it whatever dad calls back and is like look mom's giving you the health thing get up get back on the meds just do it yeah he's like there's no shame in it like Sometimes people need a little help. And yeah. then he... This is what I'm saying with confidentiality. Then he names first and last name of, like, all these women he knows. <laughs> Dad's just not going to go, which is whatever. Um, he yeah. never has been. I've always no, known everybody's always, business. He always says everyone's think, business. You know what I was thinking? During this conversation, that's what I was thinking. And then I was like, you know, I feel like people in the congregation like that. Because then they bond with each other. Mm, over what they know. know they no, have. I don't think anybody likes it. I don't know. But so he gave me like, you know, full name, social security number of all these women he knows who had babies while on it. Because that's the reason the first the reason why I first went off is because I saw this commercial repeatedly. It was when I had cable that was like an ad for a a lawsuit like must not. Oh, and it was like if you were taking these like five antidepressants and you were pregnant and you had a child with birth defects call us now and like effexor which i was taking was yeah. one of the ones they oh, made shit. and so i was like well and i had been doing really well so i had been doing really well i had been on it for like six years 
and was just doing really good. Maybe it's just about switching it up. Right. So that's what dad said. Dad was like, don't take the one you were taking. Take a different one. Just, there's no reason not to do it. Right. Like, yeah, it's You could da- maybe down the dose of I could down the dose. I could take a different one, all this stuff. And he's like, yeah, you're right. It's, it's chemicals. It's probably not great for you. But you know what? Neither is 90% of the stuff we eat. Right. Like, just why not? I'm going to say this. And I don't know if you're... Are you finished that, that thought? I don't I want to cut so. you off. Like, I will say this about Dad. Like, when it counts, he actually... He's will, a pinch hitter. Will often come in and take hitter. care of business. Like, mm-hmm. I, can, I can name several times in my life when that's happened to me. Like, okay, um, a couple years ago, 2010, I remember this was right before I went out. We came out here and visited you and Anna. Like, when me and Anna worked on a lot of the... Um, Divorcee. Divorcee stuff. Mm-hmm. Um... Like, he sat me down, and this is right before, uh, and he sat me down, and he, and he, and he had note cards. Um, I think I was home during this time. You, you might have been. I think this was probably during, it like, was winter, winter, break. winter break. And I remember because he just did it in the kitchen, and we were all in the living room, and I was like, do yeah. you want to, like, go somewhere? Yeah, he did, he did, but you couldn't hear what he was talking about, I don't think. Oh, Maybe I you could. I was listening, but... Yeah. <laughs> So he sat me down. About OCD stuff. Yeah, he had these note cards, and he's like, listen, Yoni, I know you've been living with this OCD stuff all your life, but, like, you know, maybe it's time to start trying to get out of it, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, he just had, and he, 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 it actually was one of the main motivating factors for me to really change. And then coming out here, and when I'm around Anna, I, I. She's great at that. I just feel too ashamed of myself. Um, she just rubs cat poop in your face. Yeah, she like she's like she's like uh, she's she's like Rick James in that thing. Like she'll get she'll jump. Like she came over to the apartment I was staying at up in the hills, uh-huh. and she like jumped on the bed with her shoes. It's like that fuck your couch. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. The same shit. I'm like, Anna, stop, <laughs> I stop. Love that. But then I can't stop her, and then it's just like I don't. I just and then what are you gonna have do? Too much affection for her. to Yeah. Want to? Ch- no, she's her. she is the best thing for your OCD. I'll say that. But um. So he, he had that talk that was very that affected me a lot and then um, a, a year or a year or so later when I broke my hand you know I came back and I was in rough shape you didn't yeah, see me but I like heard. I was I was anemic I didn't know it at the time you know you were and, all yellow yeah but I and, and I didn't know what was wrong with me I broke my hand I I, I was f- like flared up with OCD like. To the max, like more than I've ever been. Yeah. I didn't want to touch anything, and that's why that tour was so hard, and that's why that I broke my hand and all that. And um, he, you know, we're like at the doctor, and it's like, you know, the kind of thing where we're, we're talking, and the, you know, this is before I got surgery, yeah, and you know, there, it, you know, I knew it would be, you know, upwards of. You know, it could have been up to ten thousand dollars. You know, for it, it wasn't. It, it ended up being you know a bit cheaper than that. But um, you know, the the other option. This was at at the hand surgery specialist. This was like mm-hmm. the main hand surgery people in the city. Or we could have gone to the, through the public system, and I could have got a right. lot of you know help with that because I have low income. Yeah. Um, but you know, he just. He he's he's good at like every once in a blue and making an executive decision. Yeah, he was like, you know what, Yoni, just just do it here. Just like let's get it done now. Yeah, let's, you know my mom, like mom and I were just like, just you know yeah, like, you indecisive. Never like, make a- yeah, and I was out of it. You yeah. know, what I mean, and we're just like indecisive as hell. Like maybe we should. Uh, you got to fill out all these forms. Blah blah blah. You know, Dad is like. 
No, you're you doing know what, Yoni? Just do it here. Give them your credit card. It was yeah. just like that. It was like you know, if it comes down to it, we'll help you with it. Yeah. You know, if you need, if you need us to, and that was it. You know, I just did it, and he was right. I just needed to. And you ended up him. getting that musician fund thing that helped you. Not for that. that. that was Not for that. Else. That was for the anemia later. Oh right, right. Yeah, I oh. tried for that, but it actually, I, I, it didn't work out for that. But um, no, it's true. Yeah, so he's just like. You got to do it. Just do it. Like, yeah. why not? Which is yeah. good because mom is like, will never. Mom, and that's also that black and white thinking. Sometimes you need a black and white yeah. thinker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mom is just like, ah, ah, ah. Right, like, so great. Everything and so just... after dad talked to me and was like, and so he, you know, saying like, all these people I know had healthy babies on antidepressants. You'll be fine. Yeah. Like, just talk to the doctor. Get one that you can be pregnant on. You're fine. And... Who cares if you have to be on them for the rest of your life? You're going to live. Like, right, right. it's better than the alternative. Right. And mom texted me was like, thank God somebody's not depressed. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's Right, because like, she's depressed too. Right, like, and she's like, he's right. you know, And she might be going on antidepressants too. Really? She's thinking about well, it? Because she can't sleep. Well, she is on anti-anxiety, you know. She's on sleep stuff. For sleeping. Um, Yeah, but it's like, I mean, if I were mom, I would be dope. If I were 60... And I had my, right. my kids were grown. Right, fuck it. Going to Costco every day. Mother's little helper. <laughs> right, I would be. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's a rough life. Like you know, she what she I can't in my imagine. mind. What she really needs is a project. She really needs. Yes, she needs a pro- She needs to leave something. the house every day. Too. Yeah, some, she, yes, that's true. She, she needs. She needs. Well, a she does. Steady, she goes and works out every day. She works out, which is good. Yeah, yeah. I would like to that's have her more saving time grace. to do that. That's her saving. Grace. Absolutely, I would like to be able to do that every day because I can't do it every. But day. she needs. She needs like a, a, a. I mean, and she has little mental projects that she. I mean, she goes. She takes classes. She yeah. reads and, and studies. She presents and presents it stuff. All that stuff but i think she needs like something even more in depth that she can really focus on like a writing project or like a you know maybe maybe getting back into doing paintings or whatever just like probably you know something like that that she can really focus on and i don't know i mean that but she also i think she needs honestly i feel like she would do really well with a part-time Dumb job. Well, she she thought about getting a job at Whole Foods for like I know. a long time. I think she would love it. Honestly, I, I would fifteen hours a week, I just would, a certain amount of time that she's got to be out of yeah. the house at a specific place that is structured. But like, they don't they don't want like you know an old lady that's no, going to work like get. fifteen hours a week. If she's going to slave away, they might hire her to do that. But I, I couldn't no, handle going, I couldn't handle going up there and seeing her do that. Oh, but if she's working in like. The vitamin section. That's true. She's allowed to be like, right, and she's like talking to people about what she likes. Yeah. But it's also low stress. I think she would like it. Actually, she could work in the vitamin section. That's she would love like that. that. I'm not talking about. She's not mopping the floor. Right. Come on. <laughs> right. I'm just like that's what I'm envisioning, like going up there and seeing my fucking 62 year old mother bent or over a mop. Yeah. Right. yeah. Not that she's bent over. 61. Right, but whatever she is. She's 62. 62. Just turned 62. Dad's 63. I know. Um... No, like working in the vitamin section. <laughs> over a mop in the bathroom. No. No, no. She'd be in the, you know, like giving hippies advice yeah, about yeah, stuff yeah. and um, whatever. I think she would like that. I think she needs to be out there. I do not understand. I would, if I had your life, I would go insane. Like, I can't. So there's, you know, of course, I've gone through times being really envious yeah. of what you do because it's pretty fun. But. 
I'm fully aware. I mean, I wouldn't want to be in a band, but like to do comedy for real and to like go on tour, even to write books and like go on tour as like a book tour or something like that. Right. Uh, You know, the basic idea of what you do in a different genre. Yeah. I, I'm like, I'm envious of that because it, it, I love performing. I like being on stage, that whole stuff. But I, I would go and say, I can't be my, I can't do my own schedule. I, I need a routine. I need somebody to tell me when I have to be working. Right. I can't survive. It's, it's, it's it is tough and it, and it takes a certain kind of, uh, you're very good at that, but I'm not that good at that. I, I, you know, I've got, I've got the Crohn's and all the anxiety issues and all that, you but know, the fact that you do it, it doesn't paralyze you. Like just the amount of like, when I was home that one trip and you're just like, in mom and dad's that room in their house is like strawberries strawberries <laughs> for like how I wouldn't yeah. I would not do it and it's the same thing with like I used to write a lot and really want to be a writer yeah. and I still think that's something I could do later in life along with something else but like Hillary's getting her PhD in fiction writing she sits at home and it's like writing and editing yeah. for out. I can't do it. I think it's it, a different kind of. It's I think a different it's partially kind of it's, it's not your personality. No, I'm a. I'm an 100 natural extrovert. I have to ground people. Yeah. Are you insane? Yeah, and like, you're fucking good at it. Like I, I could never do what you do. You yeah, know what I'm no, saying? It's like true. it's a. It's just a different. It's just different strokes for different folks. It's true. Which you know, I think is also why I couldn't do comedy for real. It's so depressing. Like yeah. I would like like in an alternate universe. Like, because I could have done that. Absolutely. I would have had to get an you agent. You showed a lot of aptitude like to, right away. Yeah, I don't like to sell my tickets and do all that, so I'd have to, like, get an agent. But, like, I don't know. You know, this is what I always think about. If I ever get fired yeah, or, like, something happens, you know, and I get disgraced from this right. God sexual harassment suit, whatever, right. all, those little, all those skinny jeans <laughs> boys in the class. Who knows what would happen. Um, I'm like, then I'll go, I'll go pursue something pursue like something comedy, something like, something comedy. like yeah. and like do it right. Get yeah. an agent really. Cause I write, I, I, when I was doing comedy, I was writing more than anybody. Yeah. yeah I was yeah. doing new stuff every single time. Yeah. And like, which is I, not what you're supposed to do apparently, but apparently not. Yeah. But I really like that side of it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I can't. I can't be in bars every night till two in the morning. I can't live that life. Look, and then I hear you. And that, noon. That's, no, that's, a, your- that's the part of what I do that, that really wears me out. And you know what? I'm in this position right now where, you know, that kind of lifestyle and thing has just been such a struggle for me for yeah. over the years that the, that I'm really not doing it anymore. I come in. Honestly, the band has been so cool about yeah. things since I've been going through all my health issues. Like... They have taken so much of the stress and strain off of me, which I I take things way harder than anyone else. Like, it's very stressful for me to be in a place where I don't feel like I can sit down anywhere. And I'm like, yeah, this place is disgusting. I've, I don't want to touch anything. You know, like, I, I struggle with that. You I don't have drink all, I have all my either. life. I don't drink alcohol at, at all. Like, I, you know. Oh, you're not drinking wine at all these not days? Not at all. And... It's just hard for me to not be in those that, places. Like, not hard. that a glass of white wine is going to make a disgusting place any better. You no, have to like pound no. your whiskey. Right. I, I can't. But, you know, being, and, and being around all those people, the band is, has made it really, uh, you know, they've really 
help me out. And I think spearheaded by Josiah, you know, my big brother yeah. wanting to take care of me. And they, you know, they really sort of, um, and Liz has a, and Liz. Yeah, absolutely. As much as you guys, you know, yes, we've had our fights, but, but she's but family, Liz, you Liz know? is family and she's very loving, you know, yeah, she really is. And, and like, you know, they, basically they, they load in without me, you know, I, I have to figure out all my food stuff. That's like my job, you yeah. know? And, um, Sometimes I go to bed early. I, I you know, like I, I'll and just turn honestly, in after the show, and it's like easier for them too. Right? I they mean, don't have to deal with somebody that's sick and and fucking. I turn crank, into a crabby, complete yeah. asshole when yeah. I don't oh, sleep. I like, can imagine. So it, I turn it, into an asshole if I'm hungry for longer than forty five minutes. But I'm just really thankful that they've you know, uh, sort of cut me some slack because I, it's made it's made it a lot um, more uh, tolerable for me. You know, yeah. and a lifestyle that I can handle doing. Otherwise, you know, it's just like I'm all, all constantly ready to explode. I can't imagine. Like, I don't. I'm, I'm like it's not. I am not the type of person that those are not places for me. No, and they never have been. Never have been. That's ever. the thing. Like and I've, I've been doing this for twelve years or whatever it's been. You I know? feel like, yeah. I can't even handle those places that much anymore, and I used to love it. Yeah. You know, like, that was my thing. Yeah. And I can barely even go to a bar anymore. Yeah. Whew. So, anyway, it's been, and it's been nice to do the podcast and to be traveling around, you know, like, yeah. that, and meeting people and, and having conversations and, and getting outside of myself, you know, that's kind of the purpose of it, is just to get outside of myself a little bit, which, you know, I am an introvert, and so, yeah. you know. You really, you're just like mom. I'm not just like mom though. You're, She's so, but mom is so um, such a rational thinker, and I'm not. You really. think so? Yeah, I think mom is 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 like. Well, she's very emotional as well, so I don't know. But I think she also has a very rational brain. And you're not rational. No, not at totally all. Totally No, you're not very rational. I'm totally emotional and totally like from the gut and from the like. You know, I can, I find myself slipping into like OCD tendencies too. Like yeah. when I first moved into this apartment yeah. and it was disgusting and yeah. it wasn't my filth. Yeah. I, I think that's also that's part of That's not the OCD tendencies. That's normal. That's normal. No, it's true. But like, no, you're right. It's normal. But I'm much more sensitive now that I'm older. Yeah. And it made me just like cringe. I mean, I think that's part of the reason why. It was hard when I first moved in, too. Yeah. I'm just being depressed. and like, what can I blame this depression on? Like, where right, is right. this coming from? I'm trying to, like, work it out. Having been in so much therapy in the past. You know, I'm just yeah. like, what is this coming from? And it's just, like, coming from my brain. Yeah. And, like... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I have you started to take the things yet? No, again, I no? went to the doctor today. And okay. she referred me to the psychiatrist, so they're going to call me. I mean, I'm feeling a lot better. I've been on the SAMe. Yeah. So I don't know if it's because of that or if it's because I feel better during the work week usually. Because then I like, you know, I believe firmly in the you have to do some things you don't necessarily want to do so that you can enjoy your free time. Right. So um, I felt better like yet yeah, last night and today, but. Yeah, it's just I've and, just and, been falling and apart. Do you get Do you get uh, a satisfaction out of doing the, out of being at school, out of teaching? Um, not as much as I did. Uh, sometimes I do. As you did when? When you you mean when you had the other class? And when the I had other the school? other class, 
The Wild Kids? The Wild Kids. It was awful and, like, the most difficult year of my life. Right. But I felt like I was maybe making a difference in people's lives. And I still do kind of feel like that. Um, but Becky, Becky does special ed. Yes. Now, she, so the first year, she, she did general special ed. Like, yeah, special day class with, like, kids with behavior issues and... You know, in, in deep East Oakland, so like in the ghetto, and most of the kids had emotional trauma, seeing people be shot, all that kind of stuff. And some kids would be in and out of jail. Yeah. And the whole class, all but two, were black boys, which is what happens in special ed. They right. get shoveled into, into special ed instead of appropriate counseling. Right. Versus, like, more affluent kids. Right. Same thing's going on in my program now. So now I do so a, now I you have a program kids, right? with kids with Asperger's. And they're more affluent. Their parents have more of an awareness of what they can ask for. They know their rights better. And, uh, yeah, they do well, which makes it a little bit harder because I don't feel like I'm making as much of a difference. Because the biggest stress in my job is dealing with the parents, which makes me feel like I'm not really serving a purpose. But teaching the build class, which is another class I teach through a nonprofit, um, that is really fun. Yeah. Because it's... But that's once a week or is that one, every day? It's, it's every day. But okay. it's, it's one period a day. It's yeah. my last period of the day. It's my only full, like, normal size. It's 30 kids. They're ninth graders. And, like, that can be really stressful because they don't shut the fuck up ever. Right, right. But... Um, I mean... They don't. I, I was in the they one just class. Don't. Yeah. Even if they are well... You were in the rough class, too. Okay, okay. They've been better since then. Like, they yeah. they get along with each other better. And I'm getting better at it. But, like, I also don't foster an environment of, like, rule following. No, you're not super strict I'm not that. strict. And I'm not consistent. And, like, I told the kids, like, I know that this is karma because I talked through all... Every class I was ever in. Yeah. I was constantly talking. Yeah. So, what are you going to do? This year, so far... And it doesn't bother you that much. Like, that would drive me insane. If I was talking, trying to explain something, and no one was listening, like... Yeah. I mean, it wears on me. Yeah. But they respect you. That's the thing. No, they definitely respect me. Yeah. Um, They do. They respect me. It is... Nothing crazy is going to happen. They they know that I'm in charge. Well, that's charge. a start. That nothing crazy is going to happen. Right. Do. Like, it's not the kind of classroom. Yeah. Like, I can leave and have a sub there, and when I get back, all my markers are where they were. Right, right. And nobody's going to steal my stuff. So that's good. But it's like, yeah. But didn't, you, uh, didn't your cell phone get stolen once? The or first year and then, and of then teaching. Did you end up getting it back? That was this kid who was, I never got it back, but that kid was I, a sociopath. I'm pretty yeah. sure. He was yeah. in the class. He had, like, Serious. Was that what you wrote on his IEP? Uh, I think it said that when I got him. That I mean, was, he yeah. was he, like, he had, because everybody else was like, nobody liked him. Yeah. And all the other kids were like, he ended up getting shot in the arm okay. later that year. And then um, somebody was like, do you, do you hear he got shot? Oh man, he's going to come back here thinking he's Tupac. Oh, like, because he just was like. That was a whole, yeah, that was a specific situation. But it, nothing like that's happened right. at in, all. in your other class. Yeah. yeah. Like, the worst thing that's happened is, like, um, oh, last year a kid put my curriculum binder in another kid's backpack. Uh-huh. And I was Just like. Just to fuck with him and you. To fuck with him. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. even think he thought about it. Right, And right, the other right. kid was like, how did this get in my backpack? And they were like, 
And I was like, ugh. Like, whatever. Right. And then earlier this year, so the school's only been going on for like a week, but the third day of school, I couldn't find my blue bathroom passes. And I was like, one of these kids... This is what you were tweeting about? That's what I was tweeting about. I'm like, one of these kids stole my bathroom passes. I was so pissed. Yeah. And then I found them. Oh, and then I had put them in my own oh, I had like hid them from myself being like, I had a box of supplies. I'm like, okay, I'm going to put these away later and just like hid them. And, uh... I was so mad. Part of me was really mad, but part of me was like, this is not personal. Like, yeah. when you're a freshman in high school and you see a you stack of bathroom, bathroom passes, passes. Yeah. like, I would have done I wouldn't right. have That's taken a stack. I would have grabbed the three of them. Yeah. Right. Um, but no, they respect me. And, but I also am more laid back and I'm not, like, consistent with the consequences. And I am having fun. And so they'll talk out of turn and like right. say really off topic things, but I encourage it. You know what I mean? Like, um, I don't stop it. I'm like the whole time. I'm like cracking up about it and you know, I like make jokes with them. So I'm not, I can't complain when they are like talking a lot. And as long as they get along, I'm fine. Yeah. What really gets to me is when they start being really negative to each other. So the class you were in, which was two years ago, yeah. They there was a couple kids who the begin came into the class already hating each other from like middle school or whatever, Rivalries. and they would be so mean to each other, and that bothers me. I'm like, if we are all going to be pleasant with each other, but you guys are going to talk all the time, I'm at least like. Whatever, you know, we'll figure it out. It's annoying, but it's not, it doesn't like break my heart in the same way. Mm -hmm. And like, I mean, like, uh, this past year, they got along so well that in between, so on Thursdays, we have the mentor sessions. They have to stay after school till like seven. Okay. And from 3.30 to 5.30, they're allowed in my room and they can play games or do homework. But like, they would go sneak to the bleacher not sneak because it's after school but they would go like sit on the bleachers and play truth or dare okay and i'm like whatever just don't do it in front of me right don't do anything crazy like i don't care right go be a teenager somewhere else and um but they all were like really became really good friends okay which i liked and we won first place two years in a row so first place in what in the the business plan competition all of oakland eight schools okay we beat the charter schools Nice. Feels really good. And you're the low, you're a school for kids that live in the area in that area. In this area, so we don't we're not the worst. I mean, the schools from East Oakland never place. Yeah. But whatever. I feel like we're holding it down for the public schools versus the charter schools. Well, charters are public schools, right? They're public, but they can handpick their all their parents. The charter school kids come into every competition with matching outfits. Like their parents okay. take them shopping. Right, they don't have right. money. It's not like that. Right. They're still low income and maybe first generation going to college, all that stuff. Yeah. But like. They have a certain level of behavior support. I mean, uh, parental support and behavior expectations. Yeah. So if you act up too much at a charter school, you come to our school. Right. Well, we went to charter schools. I mean, we didn't go to charter. We went to magnet. Okay. Which is different. Okay. What's the difference? Magnet schools. um, It's like a special program, but it's all funded the same way. Okay. Charter schools don't have to follow the same mandates as the public schools, but they still use public school money. Okay. The idea of charter schools, I think, is really good, but there's so many kids who don't get to go, and they kick kids out left and right. Who makes the mandates, then? 
they, they write a charter. That's why it's called that. They write a charter. They apply. They have to like get based, based on the principle of that school, right? And which is whatever. like there's some that are like their board or whatever they have. right, and there's yeah. some that's like just college prep. Some that are like um, arts, yeah, or whatever. Um, ours was similar, but it wasn't like the same criteria. Okay. I don't anyway. Know. Yeah. Um, and, and so do you feel somewhat dissatisfied? Like what's, what's in the future? Well, I want to be, I mean, you know, I don't know. I'm like, so I'm starting my first class is October 1st. I'm doing an admin program. So I'm, I'm getting a tier one. So that you can be a principal at some point. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know if I really want to do that. I'm like, right. that's so much. That that would be a. Di- that's not the same. That's the thing. Is like that's administrative work, and you're like, well, a lot of what office. I do now is administrative. Yeah. My job now, because I run the Asperger's program, it's way more similar to that. Do you want to be a regular teacher? Maybe. I mean, like where you don't, don't have so. to write IEPs awful. all the time and shit. You're just like actually teaching a class or something. Or is I, that not that at all? It does sound fun, but I don't know if that's. that's or you're more so... geared towards quote unquote social work stuff or whatever. But I think being an administrator, like, I want to be able to make more important decisions. Because the hardest part of my job now, not the hardest, but one of the hardest parts is like, I have to deal with the consequences of decisions that I can't make. Yeah. And I have to try to, like, like, I'm held responsible for things that I'm not responsible for. Yeah. And. I mean, I want more power. That's what it comes down to. Right. I want to make the decisions. You want to be able to make change. I want to be able to make change. Yeah. I also think that being a vice principal, which would be the first step, sure. is you meet with the kids one-on-one when they're getting in trouble. Okay. And that, I love doing that. I yeah. have kids come to me after school who are in build or who just know someone else who is in build, and they just come to me and talk to me about issues they're having with other teachers. Okay. I think, I don't know why, maybe it's, I tell them that I do extra social support, which is my role in the school. So if you see me in your classroom, I'm not checking up on you, you know, because I'm in all the different classes. Because you're pushing with other kids, you Because I do push in, with, yeah, with the Asperger's kids. Yeah. So, um, or the students with Asperger's, but, uh, that's how you're supposed to say it. But, um, so I tell them that, but then I think also just the way that I interact with them, like when they get in trouble, I like to listen to them and then I do the whole, like... You know, they're like, I hate her. And I'm like, okay, it doesn't matter. Do you want to graduate high school? Right. Like, do you want to do well in this class? Right. Because you can fail the class and it won't affect her at all. Right. You and don't like, get emotional whole... about it. You don't get, like, right. disciplinarian about it. No, I just, like, I'm like, this logical. is how it is. And I try to be like, I understand that. That sucks. I waited tables for five years. Right. You don't like everybody you work with. Right. Sorry. You know, like, that's how it goes. And I really like doing that part. And I think that I would be good at that. Right. And, and that's a vice principal's job. Right. And every and they do scheduling and that kind of stuff. Everybody who I've talked to is like, that's a position that you need to be okay, in. Okay. Well, then go for it, I think. I think because my... Yeah. I mean, I, but then I'm like, is that what I want to do? But do then I what happens? Are you, are, you, are you trying to move to Cincinnati? Yes. What? I miss home a lot. When would you try to do that, you think? Well, Wayne is starting this program, which is three years, so yeah. probably in three years. Okay. That's the goal. Just when I'll be moving back out here. Are you really going to yeah. move back out here? <laughs> no, I don't know. No, you got to stay in Cincinnati. Oh, uh, Cincinnati wears on me, but yeah. Does it? Everywhere wears on you. Yeah. Is it you? That's what I'm yeah, starting to realize. Yeah, it's me, but there's also, there, I also, like, just physically, like, 
I I, I want to live near the ocean at some point. Like I like yeah. like like that's calming for me. Like so I get calming. stressed out when I'm in like the big city all no, the time. No, Cincinnati is and it's not. You can't go anywhere. Like here, it's like you can drive an hour and a half in any direction. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, like, beautiful. Yeah. You drive twenty minutes. You know. Yeah. No, it's true, but I won't ever be able to afford a house out here. Like. That's true. And like me, so me and Wayne have talked, and the plan is to move to Cincinnati, buy a huge house, and he has his practice coming out of the house, acupuncture uh-huh. business. Or, yeah. You know. But, uh, you know, I feel like I want to live closer to the family. Yeah. That's really. Right. That's kind of why I moved back, I guess. I mean. That's you know. what I want. You got to stay there. You're, well, you own that. You have a house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, even if I, I'm not going to sell my house. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. even if I'm elsewhere at other times, like I'll, I'll be, I'm going to keep that house. So I'll be back there. You know what I mean? Even Design if I spend, and Liz can't move. They no, put they, so much work into that house. Yeah, I don't think they. You know, even if I have to, you know, spend a couple months here or there. Well, that's the thing. You buy a summer house. We can all pitch in on a summer house Ooh, or a winter house or a winter really. house. Yeah, I don't see you say that. My thing, I you would like rather winter. see. Yeah, well, you like. Well, we just talked about yeah, that. With I, Wayne. Yeah, exactly. I have. I'm damp. Dampness. Yeah. I have dampness in Chinese medicine. What is that? Chinese mean? medicine. It means that I don't like hot stuff. Yeah. I don't like to be hot. I do like soup, but I like everything. I but that's even like I drink coffee and tea, but it's always like I wait till it's like. Cold. Lukewarm. Yeah. I don't like a hot shower. I take, like, lukewarm showers. Don't like a hot tub. Don't like a sauna. Hmm. Hot yoga. Nothing. I don't know. I like all that. I like to be able to... I like to be able to heat up a little bit. I would rather be... Because the winter, like, with the lights and the snow, and it's cozy. You ain't been there for a few years. No, it's, it's true. fucking miserable. I go though. back for, like, two weeks. Yeah, and it ain't the same. It's so nice. It's like the dark, fucking lonely winter. But then when the spring comes, see yeah, that? Yeah, I yeah, miss. that's tight. When the spring first comes in Cincinnati, it's, yeah. like, a new life. Yeah. But then the summer is, like... I don't buy the summer person. I'm like, I'm I feel okay like I'm walking it. around in somebody's mouth. Yeah. It's just like, ugh. But yeah. that would be... So if we lived in Cincinnati, if I'm a principal and he does acupuncture, we would make really good money. Yeah. Have some kids. We'd go on vacations. Yeah. Go to Hawaii. Yeah. Like, do it up. That's what I would rather do. Versus, like, live here, Never, you know, maybe buy a tiny house. But you get paid less in Cincinnati too, right? Working in a public school, it's not that kind much of the less. Same. Yeah. It's, I'm sure it's less, but it's not like... I mean, I don't work in the tech industry, you yeah. know? Like, I'm not making Bay Area money. Right. Regardless. Right. And Wayne's big thing is that, um, like, the, the market is so saturated for right. his stuff. Chinese medicine, like everybody get in fast over Cincinnati is starting to come up. I know, but that's what he's saying. He get by the time we move back, it'll probably be where they're hiring acupuncturists at hospitals. Right, right. That's what's starting to happen out here. Right. So that'd be that's really good pay. Yeah. And then you know, mom is like, well, I just she's worried that people aren't gonna. When is she not worried? No, exactly. And she's like, well, people are getting acupuncture. They expect somebody Chinese. You know. Really. And I'm like, yeah, and then... Wayne could, like, he could, like, wear a tape on his eyes, like, pull his eyes back and, like... No, it's not fooling anybody. Speak with the accent. 
<laughs> he's like, I am a black Chinese man. <laughs> yeah. That's not fooling anybody. Mom's worried about that. Mom's worried. She's worried that's about... Ri- that's a ridiculous thing to worry no, about. No, she's worried about most racism, that, too, though. Most people that do acupuncture are not Chinese. Like, here, I mean, right. you know, in America. <laughs> and I said... I'm, I'm like, about most, but... And the people who are getting acupuncture are probably a little bit more open-minded. Yeah. I don't think it's like you're, like, uptight West Side people. No. No, mom's worried about... That was, like, one of the first things she was, like, talking about. What? She's worried about racism. What? She's she's worried. She's, like, she's afraid What are you worried us. about racism? She's, like... She's, like, you know, I'm not saying this for me, but I just don't want... She doesn't want her kids to deal with anything negative. Right, right. And so she's, like, coming back to Why, because you're an interracial Because I'm in an interracial... That's but ridiculous. Then she told me, it's 2013. I agree, but it's very sweet the way yeah. she put it. She's, like, you know, it's not the same it is as it is in the Bay. Right. And I don't want... And she's, like, thinking about our kids. And she's, like, I don't oh, want... That's your. ridiculous. Well, no, then she told me, this is adorable. She told me that she's been... Every time she's been, like, walking around... And she says, I love, every time I see an interracial couple, I'm like, oh, just like my daughter. Like, oh, she gets all excited God. about it. Which <laughs> I think is just cute. Which is racist in a way. I mean, yeah, but like... I don't know. It's not. Whatever. I'm, it's not, I mean, yeah. it's racist, we're not, but we're it's not, we're also not po- like... I'm not in that post-racial thing. I, no, nobody yeah, is. I don't believe that. No, no, no. Yeah. Got, and she's noticing it because she is, like, worried about... I understand what she's saying. Yeah. I do understand that, like, you know, some people are going to say stuff in yeah, Cincinnati. Yeah, but Cincinnati is not... Well, look, where look, she lives. Look, if you, were, if you were in Alabama, maybe, like... Oh, I'm sure. But, like... I mean, if we were in Alabama, there's, we'd get plenty... Like, you'd get plenty of comments just being you. Right, Like, right. we're not... No, there's obviously. There's mass interracial couples in Cincinnati. It's For not, sure. It's not a thing. No, it's not. And she knows, but she just is like... She's her first instinct is how could this go wrong? Right. Which scares me because I get like that too. I'm right. so scared of having kids because of being like mom was so stressed out all the time, and I do not want to be. You think like you're that. gonna be? You're not like mom though. I mean, you have maybe some of those traits. I have but, some stressed out but tendencies. I don't, I don't think that you're gonna be like, like overstressed. Wayne is like you know five what? minutes late. I think he's dead. Right, 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 right. I'm just like so. Afraid of that. Yeah. And you'll be on those mother's little helpers by then, though. I'm just saying, and even the way mom was with us, it affected us, but, you know, it's it's like it gets less and less every generation or whatever. You You know what I'm saying? I know. I don't know. She's so different from her mom. Yeah, but her mom was messed up in her own way. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just afraid I'm going to go nuts. And just be like, I mean, you're going to be who you are, and you're going to do your best. You're good with kids. You're I am gonna, very good with and kids, and you're and you're conscious of it. That's the main thing. Is like you're totally aware of it, and you're going to yeah. think you're going to know, like, oh, I'm being too stressed out right here for this. No, it's, it's not true. And I work like, with parents who I'm like, you yeah, need to obviously, kick like back. Just the fact that you're that you're conscious of it is yeah. really all you need to be. And That's then everything else will everything else will work itself out. Yeah. Most parents that are shitty don't know that they're shitty. And they're never thinking about it. No, they're just yeah. assholes. It's true. They're just, you know. Yeah. No, that's they're just selfish. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing with, like, 
even like pregnancy. So Aaron's about to have a baby, right? Yeah. And she's like talking about. She's very chill. She's doing she's totally great. chill. Too but chill, if anything, for you know, oh, like her kid will have chillest. no boundaries. No, oh, she's a Montessori teacher. Are you yeah. kidding? Yeah, like her kid is gonna be like, that she's, might be like good, though. she's like, pour your own milk. Yeah, she's gonna be like spilling all over, but right. which is actually very good. Probably good. She's very chill about that, but um, she's like telling me all. She's like, I'm not supposed to eat soft cheeses. I'm not supposed to eat, da, da, da. and all of the reasons is because like everything they tell you not to eat, or not everything, but like soft cheeses is because. There's a point two five percent food poisoning versus other foods. So it's right. like these tiny and I'm like, really like have some brie because I've met kids born on crack. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty resilient. I'm a brie baby, so right. that's why I'm a little bit learning <laughs> <Right>. disabled. <laughs> no, exactly. That's why I read slow. Oh, they tell like it is crazy, the stuff yeah. they tell you. Although some of it, I believe, I don't know. I don't know what to believe. But, like, you know, I also know a mom who drank a lot of coffee when she was pregnant. Yeah. And, but she's just the more stressed out. For, I mean, look, it all depends. And the thing about being the antidepressants is my friend Jackie, who is a doula, was talking to her. Do you know what a doula is? Yeah. She was talking to her midwife friends and all their little, you know, birth team friends. And, um... They were talking about, like, yeah, I'd way rather have a mom on antidepressants versus an unhappy mom. Right, Like, right. it's so much better. That's where I mean, you just got to find the right kind of antidepressants. That's the bottom line. That is the bottom line. And mom says I have to take probiotics or I'll have an autistic kid. You should get on SCD while you're pregnant. Are you kidding? <laughs> She's like... That's true, actually. SCD's nuts. You can still, I am you can still eat pickles it. and cheese. No, there's no way. I, I mean, who knows? I'm not having a baby soon, but I mean, yeah. I guess I'm tr- I am soon. Yeah. I got to have a baby soon. I'm going to be 32 in like six months. Would you wait till you get to Cincinnati to have a kid or you have one here? Um, well, Wayne is big into we have to be married first. Are you engaged even? No, we're not engaged. We did look at rings on the but internet. But you talked about night. it. We talked about it. We've definitely talked Why about it. Why is Wayne shaking his head? He is... <laughs> No, we've talked about it. He's, he's, yeah, he's all about it. Yeah. So we would, but Wayne is like, we, he, we, he wants to be married before we have kids, which is great. You know, mom and dad are like that. Destination wedding, going to Puerto Rico or somewhere. Oh yeah. That's the plan. Destination wedding. Mom and dad is down with that? Oh, mom was like, mom was like, well, you know, I found these really nice islands off the coast of like the Carolinas that are even cheaper on Amazon.com. <laughs> Probably like for some like cheap there's a, weddings. There's a Groupon. There's a Groupon for a wedding down in. I would. I would do that though. I really would. I would have my wedding, but like destination wedding. Yeah, it's gonna happen. That's it's gonna tight. be great. I like that. Yeah, that's what Brent's mom did. I like that. It's that's good. Well, because everybody's well, Hillary's the one who like convinced me to do this because everybody's gonna have to fly no matter what. Right. Right. So we would probably, I mean, what we've been discussing is we would probably get married before we move back in the next couple of years. Yeah. And then, you know, which is crazy. And then, um, I would have a kid. I would prefer to wait because moving with an infant is so hard. Yeah. Aaron and John are moving when the baby's like a month old. Yeah, that's tough. You're so tired. You need some help with that. Hopefully, they have some good help. They, yeah, Although John, John is his own. Uh, he's kind of like a man's man kind of guy. He's he. Oh yeah, he's a man's man. 
Um, Why? So this is it. Both my siblings are married. I don't even have... I mean, I'm not married. I'm not even dating anyone. I haven't dated anyone in years. Will be married. Okay. What's my problem, Beck? Tell me what my problem is. I asked, Look, Dad, I asked Dad that. I you know. That. Well, I want to know from your perspective. I loved that. Um, I need to ask Dad my problem. It'd be too harsh. He'd be like, you're a fucking bitch. <laughs> Listen, you're a fucking bitch. And you need the Lord. I mean, yeah, that's and really, you need God. That's yeah, really, that's what he. That's he. You notice how he hinted at, that at me like several times. Yeah. He's like, well, I mean, if you're going to ask me, I'm going to you know. Which I appreciate. Oh yeah, 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 sure. And that's honestly, just, after listening to that podcast, I told you I was like, maybe I do need. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's why he just seems so sure. That also listening to that podcast, I was like, am I in the right? Profession? He's like, found this. I knew it was what I wanted to do. Yeah, I yeah. was made for this. Yeah, and I don't feel that way. Yeah, I feel like I could feel that way about being a prince. Yeah, but you're not as black and white as dad. No, like, it's you true. Said, dad I would never feel like dad, dad is like anything. Once dad gets into something, he's like, okay, this is it. This is what do I do. Do you know do. how like, mom and dad got engaged? Do you know this story? Not exactly. Go ahead. Okay. So, mom, I think this is after she was in Kansas City at art school. She's babysitting. Uh-huh. In Philadelphia. In Philly. Okay. Mm-hmm. He shows up to where she's babysitting. They probably planned it, whatever. And he's like, we should get married. And she goes, okay. Really? Yeah. And then their families were like, you're waiting two years. Because they right. were really young. Right. That like, is that is how they got, like, that is crazy to me. Yeah. And they're still married. That is crazy to me. Yeah. I can't even comprehend. And they hadn't ever had sex. And no. And they hadn't ever... With what? anybody. Right. Oh, neither of them had sex with anybody? No. I'm I'm pretty sure. I know Mom made out with Danny Bricklin in the dark room a couple times. <laughs> but that's... You know, I think it was Danny. Maybe it was the other guy. Um, that's nuts. I can't even... Fathom. That is... Insane. So let me bring it back to me. Okay, what's yeah, my sorry. Problem? What's your problem? Your not to say problem, problem, but like, what do I need to work on? No, I'll say yeah, it that way. Let's think of it in a positive way. I just need your perspective to bounce it off. I of. mean, here's one thing it's not, nobody's perfect. I mean, look, Wayne's my first serious boyfriend in years. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I had a boyfriend for two months, but. This is, like, for real since Scott. Yeah. And I think it's because I would always hate everybody. I'd be like, meh. Like, I just didn't like very many people. I think you're really picky. I mean, mainly, honestly, you know, you're stuck on someone. Is Do you think I'm still stuck on her? Yes! You're always going to be stuck on her. Because she's great. She really is. But, um... I think you're stuck on her, even if it's not consciously. And even if it's not her, it's the idea of her, and it's how you felt at that time. At what time, though? When you guys were together, or when you weren't. You know, like, that longing. We never had some kind of perfect relationship that I felt good about, really. I mean, you know, like... No, but I think you wanting it was the the part of it that you... Right. I mean, it's the relationship... I mean, part of it is that you're looking for someone very specific. You know, you want someone who looks a very specific way, but also isn't an idiot. Right. Which is hard, because you're not 20. Right. You know, so you can't go for young girls and expect them to not be idiots. Right. (laughs) Like that one girl, I don't want to talk about it, because I'll feel guilty if she listens to it. But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, that was just the, the one that you happen uh, to be present for. So. Right. So you know what I'm talking about. So you can't go for you at this age. You can't go for anybody under thirty. Really, under thirty? Uh, maybe twenty six. Yeah. But here's the other thing: under thirty, they're gonna be like messier. I've never dated anybody over thirty, or I never yeah, talked exactly. to anybody over thirty. Yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. I, mean, I guess it's not over thirty, but, but that's. But you have her, to, you know, her was only th- maybe three years younger than me. Yeah, but she was nice. Um, yeah, I really like her. What you're looking for is very specific, and what is that? Why? Why am I like that? Or why? Why? I is think you're you- like that with everything in your life. You're a perfectionist. That's it's good. I mean, look, it's you have been. It has made you very successful with music you you are i mean you work really hard yeah. like and that i think that i mean you're good at it but a million people are good at yeah. it but you work really hard and like i was talking about you can like you're a perfectionist and yeah. that is like most things in life a blessing and a curse yeah. this is how i talk to my in social skills class Everything has its ups and its downs. We all have our weaknesses, right? So, yeah, you're a perfectionist, and you want a very specific girl. And the older you get, the more she doesn't exist. Right. You've got to look for people closer to your age because you're going to, like, I mean. I like girls closer to my, I want to look for somebody closer to my age. But, you know, I mean, most of them who who I find attractive were taken. Or jaded. Or Beyond belief. Yeah. No, they are taking... Well, you know what Hillary's mom says. What? Gotta go for the recently divorced. Yeah, I mean, I'm just getting to that age where girls are starting to get divorced. Yep, that's the key. That is the key. I mean, Wayne is practically... He, was, he wasn't married, but he was with somebody for almost 10 years. Yeah, yeah. That's what you gotta go for. Um, I don't know. I just... I'm so bad at it, you know? Like... What are you bad at? I don't know. Like, I just like... This is also what I tell the Asperger's... Everybody's bad at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it is you're not right. like everybody in life has some secret. Right, you're right. I am the worst yeah, at it. Yeah. Like, I don't know how I'm in this no, relationship. No, I mean, I, I remember you two years ago. Like, a year ago. A year ago. A year ago. We are our one year of being wow. official is October 5th. Okay, wow. I didn't it realize it was Friday, that October. short. Yeah. But, but I remember, before, I'm saying before Wayne, I remember how it was. Oh, me. yeah. Because yeah. I hadn't been. I thought this that was it. I was yeah. single forever. Yeah. Resigned myself to my solitude. Yeah. And it was getting to the point where I was like, I don't want roommates anymore, really. Yeah. Um, but I didn't want to live alone because I can't. I'm such an extrovert that I will go crazy. Yeah. But um, I, you know, I don't. I mean, maybe thirties a little old. Like I have really good. Like Victoria's twenty five and she's right. great. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't date her. Yeah, but she's mature though. She's very mature. So yeah. there's lots of people. Sort who, of. <laughs> she, yeah, I mean. I mean, you know, in 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 the ways that make that in count. the ways that matter. Yeah yeah, 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 totally. And a lot of when she's immature, she's totally aware. Right. Which right. makes it better. Right. Um. Yeah, like she likes all that trash TV, but what she like knows that it's trash TV right, right. and laughs at herself about it. So yeah. it's fine. So yeah, I mean, like I guess age isn't the main thing, but it also, you know. I just need. I think I don't know. I just feel like I need somebody to like that's like real strong to like step in and be like, 
I mean, that's what I like about it. That, 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 that kind of thing, like, where... where I mean, and, and she doesn't always do that about everything, but, like, to a certain extent... Yeah. She'll be like, okay... That's ridiculous. Here's how it's going to be, you know. And and, and she and, and that's she only does that to an extent with me. But I need yeah. someone I think to come in and and be like that with you me. You need in a someone way. who's going to be like, no, this is happening. Yeah, yeah. You really do. And like, I mean, I do too. Like Wayne, if I'm when I was like feeling really doubty, I'm like, is this is our relationship? And he's like, no, you're being ridiculous. This right. is going to make us stronger. Like Dad, like Dad is very I'm much not, like yeah. Dad, and like just going to be like, Boop. like here's how it goes. Yeah. Because you need people to balance each other out. Yeah. Me and Wayne are totally opposites in, totally. in most ways. Totally, yeah. And I think it works really well. You, we just have to learn to how to, like, live with that, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think you have a problem. You're also a yeah, but man. I've been, I've been single since, you know, I've, I've had two girlfriends in my whole life. Like, I've been single since, uh, like, that, and that was, yeah. like, 2008. yeah. You know, like that's it's five like, years I later. I hear you. I like remember feeling like I'm a freak of nature. This is ne- I'm never gonna be in a relationship. Here's the other thing: when I first met Wayne, yeah, he had. I mean, I don't want to say anything too mean, but his dreads. He's yeah. black, so they're acceptable, but they were very unkempt. Yeah. He was really, he was not, he was pretty depressed. And yeah. so, like, he would smell like cat sometimes and, like, <laughs> not change his socks all the time. Right. You know, like, but I knew. You had to, sh- you had to shape him up. I had to, like, reshape. He knew how to do it. Yeah. He was just in a really bad place. Right. He was also living with this girl. You think that's part of, that was part of the appeal? Like, you know, a lot of women like a fixer-upper. I, I think it was. Not you, I though. That's not was, you. No. No. I think I was, like... There were a lot of times when I was like, I don't know. Um, there was just a lot, there was just enough redeeming qualities that it worked he, out. We something else was there. God's hand. God's hand. Absolutely. No, like something else. I I don't like the connect something, and that I saw that he was like willing to make the effort. Yeah. So he'd be like, okay, like even like little things like his green fleece. Yeah. Was. Like, Wooji would always want to sleep on it. So it was, like, covered in cat hair all the time. And he would still wear it. And like, he would still wear it. Because yeah. he was just, like, mm, you know. Fuck it. Right. And he would take it off before he came in. Like, that yeah. kind of stuff. Like, he was trying and he... Um, like, you would make him take it off before he came I in? I wouldn't, like, say you have to take that off. But, but he like, knew it bothered me. Yeah. Right. And, like, I try to say things in a nicer way, but there comes a point where you're just like, you smell like cat right now. <laughs> like, I don't know what else to say. But, like, you know, we, uh, <laughs> but he, and he was living with this girl who was a total hoarder. And, right. like, this is had, ex or somebody else? No, 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 okay, a roommate. And had, like, saran wrap over the windows, and none of the windows would open, and all the services were kind of sticky. Oh, and apparently she's gotten worse since he moved out. But, like, yeah, just not a clean environment. Right, right. So it was hard for him to be clean. Um, and he had to keep the cat locked in his room. Like, all this stuff. But, like, I could see that that wasn't where he, where, who what he is. is. Right, right. And, like, that was a blip in his life. Like, he right. was in a really bad place because he had moved out of the exes. They had yeah. been broken up living together but broken up for a while. So he was, like, you know. So it was just not a good place. And I feel like... I mean, that's something you can't dismiss people too quickly. Yeah. 
And there's certain reasons to desist people I just and certain get, reasons not. I, I just get annoyed with people. Like, not annoyed. Like, I just get tired of people real quickly, I guess. Or, like, or feel like it doesn't click, like, pretty quickly. I, I feel like I should know, very like, pretty quick if it clicks or not. Yeah, I agree. If you want to spend more time with someone. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and for me, I, I do know. I do but know. A lot I of have a sense. You're going on a dates with are super young. You're right, and that's gonna. I'm happen. not going on dates, just to be clear. Like, it's not like I'm going. I don't really You've go out. You've gone on some dates. Maybe that's when you were out while. here. You were Once okay keeping more out out here. Yeah. Yeah. Cincinnati, not not so much. But like, yeah, you gotta. I mean, no, I agree with that. Like, if it doesn't, and I think that's why I was like, okay. I mean, it, I know in the first. Clicks. I know in the first fifteen minutes. You know what I mean? Like if it if it feels like there's so a rapport or not. Like I if it's not, if it's awkward, with, then I don't. Well, know. I'm different. I will feel rapport with anything. But you're an extrovert. I'm, you yeah, know, it's no, like, it's true. It takes me about two hours, and then I'm like, shut up, or like, yeah. you know, like I just can't. I mean, you know, 15 minutes, I can tell if you're an idiot. Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, I. Well, like I mean, the first night me and Wayne met, I wasn't like, this is it. Yeah. I wasn't sure I was going to see him again, but I was like, oh, he's cute, whatever. You know, he had my number, whatever. But, um, I don't know. But, yeah, there was the connection Maybe it's there. different for men and women, too, in a way, where, you know, as a woman, you, you might wait more for, for the guy to call you. and. I don't think I was that, that interested like that, in the really. first time, though. Okay. I was yeah. like, he was definitely better, but I, the night that we met... I was out with my friends, a couple, a lesbian couple, and I was just, like, in a, like, I am not talking to dudes. I hadn't talked yeah. to a dude in, like, a month. I was not in the like mood to flirt man, with little man-haters club. Little man-haters club. Yeah. Actually, one of them kind of helped hook us up, because I was like, he's cute. And she was like, buy my friend a drink. Right. And so, um, but he kind of had to, like, pers- a little, not, not like, super, you know, he had to call and, like, I remember playing the message he left for Victoria. He's like, um, hi, Rebecca. This because it said Rebecca on my bike, you know. This is Wayne Fontaine. Uh, you know, and like the whole. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. The way Aaron tells me is like, you think of your top four most important things in like a real partner. And like, just make sure those things are there. But that's so analytical. I'm not that way. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a sensor. And maybe I'm that's a later that you have what's, to. Be. What's what's my what's my Myers Briggs? Oh yeah, you're I. I don't remember. I'm ENFP. How yeah? You're I something. I'm the I'm the you're I'm the kind that would never remember their their Myers Briggs. Mm, I bet that's in the little thing. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Anyway. I don't know. I mean, nothing's wrong with you. You're also a man, so you do have more time. Although, really, I've been reading lately. But I'm going to lose my hair. It's all... After that, you know, it's like, I'm going to try to maintain my weight. I'm going to try not to gain the weight too much and get sloppy. No, you'll be But, fine. like, you know... You're not losing your hair yet. Uh, it'll, it's it's getting thinner. Maybe you'll get, like, Uncle Barney, though. He's, he's a very handsome guy with the, like... He's got a big head. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I hear you. True. I hear you. I hear you. I mean, and that's look. Not, I mean, Dad is very handsome. You yeah, know? Dad's very handsome. And he's bald. He is bald. He would never acquiesce to being bald. He would never. No. He would never. But you know. <laughs> uh, um, no, he's full head of hair. 
Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think whatever it says, you just have to be open to it. I mean, you know, make a vision board, like the secret. Oh God. No, I'm trying to open my heart. I'm trying to be open. You know, yeah, open I your think heart. if I meet the right person, I just, I feel like, you know, it, it is going to take somebody actually like showing some, some, a little bit of like chutzpah, a little bit of chutzpah about it. You're going to need somebody and telling me like, no, nah, this is, this, this is, you're going to need somebody who's going to be like, no, we're dating now. That's what right. you need. You can't. <laughs> Like, you definitely do. You that's need to... that's how it was with NA in high school, actually. And, oh, and I'm sure. I think we talked about that in our podcast, probably. You did? Where, uh-huh. Yeah. Where, She's like, no, we're dating. Yeah, and I didn't realize. I thought we had just made out at a party. Right. You know? No, so you need somebody like that, which is going to be somebody older. I mean, that's the other thing. You have to, you're, you can't. And you don't really hook up with fans that much, do you? Have you been I mean, doing that? I mean, I have. It's, uh, Those know, kind yeah. of people. No, it's not. It's, I don't think that's usually the right thing, no. Well, partially. Be, I mean, it could work out. You never sure, know. Sure, But I think the biggest issue is that a fan is never going to be like, we're dating now. Like. Now, I hate to say it, and this doesn't normally happen, but my batteries ran out at this point, and my recording device shut off. We went for another half hour or something like that. Perhaps the batteries spared us... Uh, some some gory detail. I don't really remember what we talked about. Perhaps Becky does. But I hope you enjoyed that. I want to say Lou Reed passed away today. Fuck that shit. Take it back. Take it back, God. Take it back, God. It wasn't his time. Now, who am I to say? But I just want to share my respect for such an important individual in music and, you know, I'm sure I would not be doing the music that I'm doing if things had not been freed up by Lou Reed. You got something to say to me? The Wandering Wolf Podcast at gmail.com. Be nice. I'm fragile. I'm not that fragile. But if you say something mean, I'll fuck you up. I will fuck you up verbally. All right. Let's get out of here. Keep wandering. Maybe that's an outro, actually. It sounds more like an outro. I'm like, oh, thanks, buddy. (laughs) Or something like that.